Hello. Oh, we're still doing the sultry intro. Well, we you wanted a... it so bad last week. I'll okay, do it anyway. Okay, thank you. I do. I do like it. Okay, I'll, I'll do and it. And then just, I ruin it every time. Down. Come in and be like, oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Blair with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as mentioned, we don't have an uncut for you this week, unfortunately. Uh, Endemol Shine, our enemies. I did. Uh, oh, you just made a powerless enemy. <laughs> I um it did click in my mind that this is the last chance for me to accidentally see Todd's penis and they have <laughs> it is done for. I don't have to worry about it. I can live my life free. Is there no Todd penis on the uncut DVD that you bought off eBay? Not that I saw. Ago? I didn't watch all of it, but I hope to God that it is. Poor Todd. Poor little Todd. Well, luckily for you, there's a lot of Todd content in this Saturday show. Oh my god, there is. There is. Gretel is wearing a beautiful top. It's all sorts of reds, yellows, oranges. Um, Like a sunset. It's beautiful. I wrote that down. I don't know why I find the need to write down uh, Gretel's fashion choices every episode, but I did. And there you go. I was actually thinking um, I've started like compiling images of Gretel and also Gemma to make like a post at the end of the season, their fashion moments. Good idea. It opens with another Sammy Lucas vox pop. She's going around talking to people and she ends up, she's talking to people who know Ben. So it's all about Ben in this little tidbit. She ends up at the Sydney Swans training session because Ben apparently is friends with some of the Sydney Swans. She's interviewing like what four of them and immediately I saw someone that I recognised. Fitzy! Fitzy! He is in a beautiful red hat and he's got the biggest fucking sideburns that I have ever seen. Stutley does. Just complete mutton chops um has this man ever looked very youthful like i don't think he looks old (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i'm saying i don't think he looks old i don't think he looks bad but he doesn't no he's very young here and he doesn't look to me like a baby well ben also is young ben's 21 and he doesn't look young either. well that's true ben only hangs out with mature looking (laughs) he only hangs out with men who look older but are not our weird little gang (laughs) i did find that very interesting because at the time you obviously wouldn't know but later on Fitzy does go on to be on Big Brother himself. Yeah it's a fair few seasons later actually. Yeah it's a while because he's already got the losing his hair. That's why he's wearing the hat. He's got the sideburns. He's it's... <laughs> like so I can't grow it on top I'm gonna grow it on the sides. Whatever works Fitzy. Did you have anything about what they said? Because all I've written down is that Fitzy is there. No, I was just glued on on Fitzy. I was like, wow, look at this man. Look at his hat. Even in low definition, you could tell that it was him. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Mm -hmm. Before he even opened his mouth. Yeah. So I'm sure Sammy Lucas spoke to them about something. Uh, I don't know. She makes them hug. Yeah, they hug and she steps away and she's like, oh. I don't know. I can't say that I particularly love Sammy Lucas. A blonde lady. No, but you know who does love Sammy Lucas? I do know. Pete. Who goes on to date, yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, everyone. <laughs> spoiler alert. Peter and Christina are not the power couple that we think they are. Later on, Peter does end up dating Sammy Lucas for a bit. And uh, yeah, interesting. 
good good for them <laughs> then she goes to epping pub which is where ben hangs out all the time meets his friends who are actually quite funny um his friends are good his oh my god so before i say what his friend said they they she's like <laughs> oh have you had any luck like have you been popular because you know your friends with ben he's in the house and they're carrying around a framed photo of ben but it's a baby photo <laughs> he's a baby and they're like yeah we carry this around with us everywhere so people know that we're friends with ben but ben is unrecognizable in that photo because he's like one year old oh it was good um and then oh my god she, so sammy lucas is like why do you think ben went on big brother and his friend is like oh actually uh he did tell me the reason that he went on big brother <laughs> is because he hopes to meet flick from neighbors <laughs> which is Holly Valance. Um, if yep. anyone's forgotten, get in line, Ben. Everyone wants to meet Flick from Neighbours. <laughs> and one housemate achieves it. Yeah, I think one housemate ends up making out on the regular with her, as professionally for a job. Oh yeah. And then um, Ben's friend said that his dream was to meet Sammy Lucas, and it's already come true. Beautiful. <laughs> and then they cross to. Sammy Lucas is in Ben's room with his dad and she's asking him if this is exactly how Ben left his room when he left, like as if he's died or he's gone missing. <laughs> I haven't touched a thing. I haven't touched a thing since Ben left. I'm just I'm just hoping you'll come back one <laughs> his day. His dad's like, yeah, as soon as he was out, I fucking started throwing stuff in trash bags. I've turned his room into my, like, gym room. <laughs> Wait, he's coming back in three months maximum? Ah, fuck. <laughs> His dad also points to the posters on Ben's wall. He's like, Godfather, Ben's favourite movie. And then he points to a Simpsons poster and he goes, Simpsons freak. <laughs> so funny to me. It's true though. He's always quoting the Simpsons house. He really is Unfortunately, a Simpsons Unfortunately, if you're a Simpsons freak, like Ben and I, you can't stop yourself from doing it. Even I sometimes quote Sim- The Simpsons, but I was one of those actual freaks that was not allowed to watch it growing I up. I wasn't allowed to watch it in my own home. I had to watch at my friend Kimberly's house. Shout out to Kimberly and your parents oh. for your lax rules. <laughs> Foxtel as well. So. Ooh. And mum, if you're listening, I got around it. Yes, I was watching American Pie. Mum, if you're Pie. listening, why? <laughs> yeah. First of all, stop. You don't fucking love me, so why are you listening to what I'm doing? <laughs> um anyway um yeah ben's dad is so well spoken and i only made note of that because ben is so aussie ocker aussie ben's always like you know i want to talk about that and ben's just gonna look at his going over there but his dad was like yes well ben is a real simpsons freak his dad has a beautifully beautiful lyrical accent yeah he's really nice to listen to yeah ben is just like any old guy down at the pub yeah, exactly. So that really struck me that dad's that dad's Ben, that Ben's dad was just so nice to listen to. Todd joins Gretel on the couch. Yeah, and it's revealed that his um, auction item, the mask, mm-hmm. has exceeded $2,500. That is ridiculous to me. Yeah, especially um, because Shana's the week before capped at 700 Todd's more likable than Shana. Well, maybe it's just people really appreciate art. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt was signed, and then this thing is signed. I yeah, don't know, maybe it's just like morph. I don't know. He also he gets Gretel to sign it as well, and she's like, "Is this going to make it worth more or less money?" 
obviously more Gretel. Obviously. It's also revealed that Todd got a little job doing the Vox Pops outside Dreamworld, asking people before the Saturday show their opinions on the housemates. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be thrilled to see him at Dreamworld, but that's just <laughs> one gal's opinion. I'm going to Dreamworld tomorrow. I'll take a photo in the spot where he stood. I'll be like, oh my god, this is Please where do. Todd stood. Please, I can just like, <laughs> Photoshop him in. <laughs> he's talking to the public and he asks who they don't like and someone says Gemma she's too much with the clothes hanging off the shoulders and then he says it's this guy that he's talking to and then Todd says what the makeup's a bit too much and the guy's like oh yeah too prima donna why do all these self-confessed presumably straight cis men have such an issue with Gemma being beautiful yeah like it affects them in no way do they hate beautiful women like Oh, I just saw your cat walk in. Yeah, there he is. Hey. Hey, Shammy. Just come for a little walk around. Um, Aw. Did you hear that? He meowed. I did. That was cute. Gretel is, like, really grilling Todd on the couch over why he chose the teen suicide presumption as his charity and why it's so important yeah. to him. It really honestly feels like the producers were like, get him to say that he attempted suicide as a teenager. Yeah. It, she's going hard on him about that. Yeah. And to his credit, he's answering it really gracefully. He is. But, like, she just keeps going, like, but why is it so important to you? So what happened to you as a teenager? So, yeah. Like, yeah. Were you bullied as a kid? <laughs> Asking all of these questions. Yeah. I thought it was inappropriate. I think Todd did handle it really well. And when we're giving Todd credit, you know that we really mean it. Yep. It's difficult for me to say this, but he handled himself well in this specific instance of the episode. As we move forward, things will change. During his little thing where he's asking the people, um, sorry, I'm really distracted because my cat's, I don't know on top of the washing machine being weird oh my god he's on top of the washing machine someone tell peter <laughs> um <laughs> sorry todd asks a guy what he thinks about how he smells todd's like no what do you think about how i smell and the guy smells him he's like yeah smells all right and then he's like smell me and then todd smells the guy and it was just so weird very like dogs sniffing each other's butt <laughs> I do want to say that that is not a fair test because he has planned for that. He's gone out, he's probably showered and made sure that yeah. he doesn't stink so he'd go out and talk to people. Yeah. It's not a fair test if you're prepared no. to have people smell you. That's right. I agree 100% with that. It's also revealed that he left a message for his girlfriend on the whiteboard and the message was like, will you marry me or something? But then they bring the girlfriend on stage. They say that it's a joke that they do and that it's revealed that he keeps asking her to marry him and she keeps saying no. I wonder why she would ever and the girl's like oh you don't live you guys don't live together do you and she says well we did but we you know moved away out again she's like oh maybe that's why your relationship's going so strong because you don't live together it's like well maybe i don't know but she also says that um the girlfriend also says that at one point you've got to assess what you're doing and see if you want to move forward or you know not yeah which to me was kind of like she's joking she's saying it was a joke we always joke about marrying each other but kind of seems like she wants some commitment there yeah Gretel does say that she thinks that Todd asking it as a joke is because he's afraid to like really ask it and get a real answer I like that she said that yeah I will say they seem like nice together as a couple they don't seem yeah I I don't get any weird or bad vibes no I don't I think maybe he's a better person when he's with her and maybe he just went completely insane without her Because they do seem quite cute on the couch. Like, I like her. She she gives me a good vibe. Yeah. 
And then we Google her and find out she fucking murdered someone or something. Oh, God. Every, like, uh, every additional episode. <laughs> Just our fucking her. luck. Uh, our old friend Sammy is back, asking people what they think about Gemma. Speaking of someone that could have murdered someone. <laughs> Sammy's back. And she goes to the Look Agency which is where Gemma was working at the time. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped the gun a little bit here. Oh, did you? Uh, it, just in terms of um, sagging into someone that could be a murderer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, but we will get to that. But first she goes to the look agency, which is where Gemma worked at a modelling casting agency. And she reveals that Gemma has done hair and makeup for Tina Arena and Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, I was like, meh. But when she said Tina Arena, I was like, oh, wow. 2001 Tina Arena? When I was in primary school, so maybe, gosh, 99 or something, I would carry around the booklet to Tina Arena's In Deep. Of course. The CD. Of course. Folded in half. It was folded in half. It had permanent, um, like, Crease wear marks. in the yeah. middle. Because, because I would carry it around in my pocket all the time. And whenever I was bored or whatever, I would just pull it out and read the lyrics and Gotta look have at the that pictures. on hand. Gotta have that on hand. I did it with that and I did it with Matchbox 20s Yourself or Someone Like You. <laughs> I was really cool in primary school, guys. Uh, we've, we're really missing out not having the CD things anymore. What You literally just said what they were called. Okay? Yeah. Lyric booklets. The lyric booklets, because I always had little bonuses in there, photos. Like Taylor Swift went nuts with hers. That was sort of towards the end of the CD era. But I remember, like, that was the most exciting part of getting a CD other than playing it, was, like, ripping that book out and flicking through. Do you remember the absolute disappointment and sadness when you'd get a CD from Sanity and it would be sealed up so you couldn't look at the booklet? You'd get it home, you'd take the booklet out and there were no fucking lyrics. No lyrics, no pictures, just the credits. Acknowledgements and shit. Like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about that. Give me the lyrics. Where else am I supposed to get the lyrics? Yeah. I just have to guess. That's why I'm deaf because I've been, like, listening, cranking that music up so I can hear the lyrics. (laughs) I used to do that. I used to write down the lyrics before... Uh, like when some CDs didn't have lyrics, I would do that. I would write the lyrics down and then sometimes I would enter them into like Lyric Genius or something like that, like the lyric <laughs> websites. <laughs> and I would also correct people's lyrics on on, oh, on the website. So if I was looking at lyrics and they were wrong, I'd email in corrections. <laughs> Speaking of CD booklets, I received the uh, Big Brother, official Big Brother album. And Sarah Marie's album this week. So I think we'll look at that more in depth at some point. You haven't had a play of them yet? You haven't played them? (laughs) No, because... (laughs) You don't have a CD player? I don't have a CD player anymore. Um, And then my laptop, which is my only uh, only other place I could play it, I got that out yesterday to watch that DVD because the DVD player... Anyway, I had to use the laptop for the the DVD. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. And... It took about 10 hours of my life booting the laptop up, then it updating, restarting, booting up again. And at that point, my day was gone. 
<laughs> I, I was, was thinking to myself, I should chuck these CDs in here because I have extra content. Like, it says on the CDs as well, like, computer-only content or whatever. PC, iPrimus, PC yeah, extras. Yeah, PC exclusive extras. Uh, I just didn't have it in me after all that <laughs> wasted time watching the fucking laptop boot up. Because I'm using the, des- the desktop now and it doesn't have a CD drive. You're going to have to get yourself a little CD player. Yeah, I was Googling it yesterday trying to find a cute one. Maybe I can go into um, an op shop. But the f- oh, those yeah. friggin' Depop teens are making them so expensive. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that one of the photographers says that Gemma will talk back to him when she believes that something that in his vision isn't going to work or she's got something that's better. Mm-hmm. And he loves Which it. Which I thought was really cool. He loves it. Then we can move on to your mate, Mark. Oh. Uh, so this guy is, he's not the leader of the Gemma fan club. They, no. they say he's just a member of the Gemma fan club. Um, Semi Lucas asked him how many hours a day he spends in the chat rooms just talking about Gemma. And he says at least a couple. And then at least a couple more you know watching the house streams and stuff while he's talking i counted (laughs) six photos of Gemma in his computer area now this is 2001 four five weeks in 2001 five weeks into a show about real people these are real people and he has six (laughs) i think four are framed one is huge on the wall don't know yeah, where got that. like headshot or something. Yeah, and then two more that I just sort of pinned on the wall. Yeah, and it makes me wonder because I know how creepy, but I know how sneaky producers can be. Do you think that's what his little den looked like, or did they come did in they with pictures in? and be like, "All right, this is for your shot. We're going to put pictures up so to show that you really love Gemma," because it makes him look insane. I hope so. It makes him look absolutely <laughs> deranged. See, when he's talking, he seems like a normal guy. They don't really... I think as well that they didn't really get what they wanted out of him because yeah, they only show him saying, oh, yeah, I'm on a couple, couple hours on the forum, a couple of hours watching the thing. And then as he's mm-hmm. talking, they're showing the different shots of the um, yeah. pictures. And then they sort of just move on. Sammy Lucas asks, what would you like to say to Gemma's boyfriend? And then he goes, oh, crumbs. I forgot about him. <laughs> Then it's revealed that Gemma's boyfriend is a DJ. No wonder she has such low self-esteem. Oh, God. Sorry, I dated a DJ once and it was horrible. The way that they met is that he spotted her in the crowd at one of his gigs. I can see that. Uh, Unfortunately, it is then revealed that Gemma is a landlord. Yes. I also wrote that down. I said they talk to her friends and they say, actually, she's quite a... She's a business chick. She she owns two flats. Maybe she owns two flats, lives in both. One of them has all of her clothes in it. Hopefully. That's what we're going to say to keep it in line with our <laughs> opinions of Gemma. She's not a landlord. She just has a second, second flat for her clothes. She's got one whole room for her lip gloss. <laughs> Sammy asks the boyfriend, is he glad that, that Gemma wears her undies in the shower? And he's like... Yeah, well, I mean, I guess. And she's like, oh, she says something to try and insinuate that that he would be would be upset or should be upset if she were to take her undies off in the shower. And then he says, I think it's that she wanted to keep it to herself. If she wants to show it off after, she might. You never know. Yeah, I did uh, go through the forums, the old forums at the time, mm-hmm. um, a little bit today. We'll get into that a little bit, a little bit later. But 
one person did say that they think that Jenna has a plan. Um, that she knows that shows that she's made an agreement with a magazine or something before she went into the house. Yeah. That she would not show anything and that when she comes out she'd do a photo shoot. That's a theory. That's what I was kind of thinking, just with the way that her boyfriend says it. Yeah. And they said it sort of tweaked in their mind when he said that. Yeah, that's the first time that it tweaked in my mind as well because I thought she just didn't want to show it because she just wasn't comfortable with it or whatever. But the yeah. way that her boyfriend says, well, she might later, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like... It's like she's made a deal. Yeah. He also says that he wouldn't mind if she had a cuddle with a guy. Not a pash. But, and then Sammy Lucas is like, what about a pash? And he's like, yeah, that's probably towing the line a little bit. Clearly they were not getting what they wanted from him. Yeah. This episode has a lot of baiting and a lot of um, it falling really flat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we find out that Club Veg, our besties, have a new song out. Oh, about Gordon being a creep? Yes. It's the same tune as the Johnny one. So yeah, they've got one tune. <laughs> do another one. Like, do do a different tune, mate. You work for a production company. Can you not just, like, get another another beat going or get another intern in to do it for free yeah you work in a fucking radio station you have all of it at your fingertips yeah literally and also it's not funny nah again (laughs) (laughs) but i will say it does get stuck in my head i love you it's bad that sounds way better than the actual (laughs) That was beautiful. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll record a cover. Yeah, record, yeah co- record a cover. We'll, because... we'll release our own album. <laughs> then they go back to the couch and they got Todd on the couch again. They really just like, they've brought him out like, oh God, multiple times. They show day 33 and Sarah Marie goes off into the garden to lie down and they don't really talk about why she does it until... She brings uh, Gordon out and he also lies down in the garden. She says that she likes to lie down in the garden and look at the sky because it's the only place that she can look at where there's no cameras in her peripherals. Yeah. Which I thought was very sad, actually. Because, like, she just wants time alone and to forget that there are cameras on her and that's the only way she can do it. Yeah, I thought it was very touching as well when she first went out there because she was wearing her white crochet cover-up thing which Mm -hmm. if we remember from previous episodes she her sister said that she wears that yeah when she wants alone time yeah like when she has that on they know not to bother her yeah i wonder if she's brought that into the house as well so that they know yeah it's a good system it is it is really good because sometimes when you're at that point you don't want to talk to anyone and you can't talk to anyone yeah i don't know if that's just the way that certain brains work but you There's get to a, a lot point where you... of chatter on the forums about sarah marie having adhd i can see that 100 percent. johnny and Gemma are talking about how sick of the cameras they are they're like oh my god they're just everywhere I'm so sick of it and then blair's <laughs> like i love it <laughs> <laughs> And then Ben's like, you know, when you walk past a camera and you look back and you realize it hasn't followed you, it's like, am I not fucking interesting? (laughs) (laughs) I would be the exact same. I'd be like, please stop. Please stop following me around. Stop. But then also, why aren't you following me? (laughs) Nobody follow me. Why why is nobody following me? (laughs) And then for some reason, it's Pete's birthday. And then we don't learn anything further. So I don't know if nothing's going to happen Gemini. for Pete. Or... Oh, they're probably going to get drunk for sure. 
Yeah. But in this episode, we get nothing uh, for Pete. We just, Christina. Uh, because it's, I think it's the morning, like at midnight or something. Uh-huh. I couldn't, I didn't catch the time. It's, the lights are off. They're in bed. Yeah, they're in bed. And Chrissy is kissing Pete and she's like, happy birthday. And he's like, where's my present? And she's like, outside, outside the front door. It's and then Sammy Lucas. <laughs> and then what is outside the front door or just inside the front door is that Ebony, the dog, has left a nice dry turd there for Ben to pick up. Lucky it's Ben. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He just feels like he dealt with it. No nonsense. Yep. Pete would have kicked the dog. Blair thought it was hilarious. Uh, for some reason, they've brought out the author of He Died with a Falafel in his hand yeah, to sit on really the couch with Todd. As sort of like some sort of, they play it off as like him being an expert on share houses because he says because he's had he like a hundred housemates or something. Yeah, and as if that's not a red flag. Yeah, I know. He has a terrible aura. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does, actually. I don't understand. Because he, he says Sarah Marie is a whiner. And I just don't understand why people keep saying Sam Marie is whining. Why does everyone say she's a whiner? Is, is it just because of her voice? Like, she doesn't seem to actually be whining about anything, but maybe they just don't like how they shrill like her, her voice is. Her voice. Yeah. Because everyone says it. Whiner, yeah. she's a whiner, she's a whiner. But I haven't actually heard her whine about something. No, I haven't either. He says that the housemates that are in there now are like the um, classic housemates in a share house. So Gretel goes through and asks him to explain the different kinds of housemates. So he says that Johnny is the conniving housemate, Sarah Marie is the whiner, and he doesn't really go through many more. (laughs) No, that's pretty much it. He hits on the misogyny, he hits on the homophobia. Bingo. He says that Pete's going to rip out Christina's heart, but what he says is he will rip her heart out and put it on a stick and have it with a big onion ring. I mean, he's not wrong. And Todd loved that analogy. Yeah. And Gretel was like seems right and then he says if pete gets evicted you'll probably have to lock the door really quickly so christina doesn't have oh yeah like, doesn't run out after him immediately he is wrong again because he says oh i know i've known he says i know i know he'll do that because i've i know a million guys like pete yeah but then goes straight back into like well christina is the problem yeah and i think he is so wrong and that was so needlessly cruel to say yeah I think Christina's way stronger than that and more independent than that. Absolutely. And Pete is, Pete actually is quite clingy. Yeah. Until like someone else is around and then he's like, I don't care. Mm. Bah, 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 bah. And also Gordon is the same, if not worse with needing someone's like touch and attention. Yeah. And he isn't treated nearly as badly as Christina is. That's right. So then Gretel asks him, I'm not really sure why, asks him like he's an expert. Do you think it's possible for a girl to win or is that just un-Australian? And then this guy, who was just some guy that wrote a book, <laughs> says, it's really tough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Todd and Falafel both think Ben's going to win. Yeah. Well, I don't like that guy. don't care for him. don't know why they brought him on the show. Me either. Um... I know that his book is very famous. I know they made a movie of it. Never read it. Don't think I've ever seen the movie. Yes. And also, I will not be running out to purchase a copy of the book or the movie. Nope. um, Purely because I don't like him as a person. That's right. Perfect marketing opportunity for him, for us. Mm. And he stuffed it. (laughs) Who would have thought 21 years later we'd be there going, I'm never reading this guy's book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm initiating a boycott. 
they mention again how people can sit in the replica chair and again it's making me jealous because I never got to go to Dreamworld when Big Brother was on and never got to fucking see a chair or fucking see a house or whatever. I know. But this time Todd is there asking the people instead of a producer or a work experience kid, it's Todd asking people their opinions while they're in the chair and he's asking who they're going to nominate. He asked this woman and she said Gordon. Gordon. You don't like Gordon? No, he's too sure of himself. Is he? Yes. You don't like the haircut either? Oh, his haircut I don't mind. It's his attitude I don't like. That's right. It's very good. And then he asks a child who clearly has no idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Because the kid's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then he even tries to do a, like, a, ooh, girls, girls smell, don't they? And the kid's kind of smiles. <laughs> He's very caught up on the whole I smell thing. <laughs> It's just so funny because it would have been a million kids that would have given them a better interview. Yeah. Um, also, one lady sits on his lap like he's Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I noticed that as well. <laughs> then they decide, for some reason, that it is a good idea to have a debate over whether or not Lisa is boring. Yep. Fine. Great. They bring in a triple M person, Sammy something or other sammy power or something and then lisa's best friend it's quite an interesting debate when it's someone off the radio and your best friend i tell you what my best friends uh would have not have sat there quietly edwina shout out to edwina would have stabbed her (laughs) (laughs) she would have because the friend is just sitting there laughing and nodding along every time this horrid woman says something about lisa yeah because she she goes hard on Lisa yeah she says that Lisa's become more interesting she's like oh I noticed that you know this week Lisa had become way more interesting and then I realized that actually it was the sculpture of her (laughs) well guess what that is not correct because ceremony was the last one to finish so you did not (laughs) see that sculpture at any point (laughs) Julie her friend says that Lisa actually has strong opinions and is colourful and bright but can't shine in a house with big personalities. And I agree. Like, yeah. she seems like she would be interesting and stuff like that. But she just – there's so many personalities in there Isn't that like, are intimidating. They're really expecting a lot of the women, given what the culture is in that same mm-hmm. episode. I mean, like, ten minutes earlier, Gretel said, do you think a woman could win or is that just un-Australian? And that's just a mm-hmm. normal – acceptable question to ask like yeah that is a wild question like imagine asking that now like if Sonia was like do you think a woman could win or like <laughs> and they they really seem to just pick mean fat women to go on the thing yeah like like it makes it okay because that is coming from a woman mm. in the same like sphere as Sarah Marie I guess even though this one isn't against Sarah Marie I don't like that they've got a, just but anyone it's very coming easy on to talk about to that, make a villain out of a, a fat, fat woman. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Then we get to the section of the Saturday show where Gretel talks about all of the stuff that's been published about Big Brother in the media. We find out that Ralph magazine has published a photo of Christina in the bath. They say it was taken a year ago and clearly it's been done without Christina's consent or permission clearly she did a photo shoot with some photographer who has the rights and then he went and sold it to ralph magazine now that it's worth more money because she's famous 
Yeah, exactly. So that's he what pulled it kind a, of... He pulled a bit of a Hugh Hefner with Marilyn Monroe there. Ooh. I wasn't uh, happy <laughs> My new that. argument is Christina is the modern-day Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she should have worn that dress. No, no one should have worn that dress. Um, yeah, that made me feel uncomfortable. I didn't like that. <laughs> Just because I feel like if it was Christina's choice, she would have been the one yeah. to release it. Yeah. So it felt like a gross guy making a profit off a woman's body. So... Then the Telegraph calls Johnny a backstabbing bitch, which is a term that I have not heard in quite some time. <laughs> I also think that they, the use of that was very much um, because of his sexuality. Oh, absolutely. They wouldn't be calling, like, women calling Blair a backstabbing bitch. No. I have said on this podcast, I have called what Johnny does bitching, but I call that bitching regardless of gender or sexuality but a bitch though yeah exactly backstabbing bitch is very aggressive and Mm um and it's it is in that context i think it's very gendered yes gender it's very charged against his sexuality and yeah i didn't like that at all they also show andy going to channel v's disco uh room oh she's having the best time i believe it was called room 108 do you recall that at all no no idea i used to be so upset because i found it so boring just watching people dance and i was like there's nothing else on except for room 108 oh my god (laughs) but i also want to point out that we only had foxtel because my dad knew a guy who like made a fake foxtel card (laughs) thing you slip on the end of the foxtel card that gives you all the channels uh very illegal but that's why i had channel v and foxtel (laughs) and stuff um and then a brazilian tv show was following her around which was pretty cute yeah, is that it for the Saturday? Uh, yeah, that's it for the Saturday show. That's all the all the Saturday goodness. Before we end this episode, you actually have done a little bit of a Garcia from Criminal Minds and dug up some stuff that we all thought was lost to history. Yes, I found um, a few archived forum posts. Um, from 2001, the original Big Brother site. Mm-hmm. We'll have to post a photo of like what the site looked like. I know in the Saturday show they did they did show one of the I think it was one of the producers was like on a very boxy laptop. Oh my god, it was um, huge. Yeah, <laughs> typing away. She had like a uh, Betty Page um, mouse pad, which <laughs> is actually very Garcia. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so I I have saved a couple of forum posts. This is what. The people were talking about in 2001. <laughs> They're a bit, something a bit rough. Uh, for example, we'll start with this one, uh, which is titled Show Us Gemma's Melons. Fucking hell. Why is Big Brother hiding Gemma's tiny boobies? Is it because they are so small that the camera missed them, or is the Big Brother batting for the other team? Seemingly not, as Big Brother is happy to continually flash Sarah Marie's massive melons and her Rudy Tootie booty while doing the bum dance. So why happily show one and not the other? Quite honestly, I don't care two hoots to see Gemma's nudie boobies. I'd rather see Bear's... Ben, sorry. I'd rather see Ben's bare bum. But what's good for one is good for the other. And for crying out loud, Blair, you are a little spoiled brat. How much do you think your poo... Oh, God. How much do you think your poo don't stink? <laughs> Nominate him because I work at Telstra and can ring all day. 
whole post. <laughs> and I, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's so lyrical. Like, so many adjectives in there. Oh my gosh, that was a creative writing exercise almost. Why won't you? Sh- why won't you show us Gemma's boobs? I don't want to see them. But <laughs> and he's like, "What's good enough for one is good enough for the other." But he singles out Gemma and doesn't single out any of the other girls in the house. <laughs> oh, but he doesn't want to see them. They don't want to see Gemma's boobs. Um, this one is titled Edi- "Editorialism Even on the Net." I was watching live webcam one about a minute ago. For one, the rules are no smoking in the house, and Sarah Marie was chuffing away. Anyway. What? My hassle is they were talking about that girl from Pop Stars who supposedly left of her own will. Gemma was talking about how she was kicked out because she was stealing from her co-pop stars. Then the Whoa. webcam then the webcam switched to the pool outside. I went to webcam two, the pool. Webcam three, the pool. <gasps> to the producers, if we can't see Big Brother Uncut even on the web, you guys are pathetic. Ciao. <laughs> I love that they signed off with Charles. A lot of these um, forum posts are like directed to the Big Brother the staff. <laughs> yeah. I want to know more about the pop star girl. Yeah, I actually checked if pop stars was on YouTube today, and it is. Oh, that's our next. Um... <laughs> I was listening to a bit of Bardo on my drive home. Very nice. Which one? so that's why you brought up Sophie Monk today when we were talking. That is actually why I brought up Sophie Monk when we were talking because I wanted to know what year Pop Stars was, and then I found out her middle name is Charlene, which mm-hmm. is very on track for Sophie. Yeah, I was like a big Pop Stars fan, but the only thing I remember from the show, and I've remembered my entire life since seeing it, is Sophie Monk singing "Happy Birthday" in the Marilyn Monroe. Oh my God, Mr. President. So, <laughs> yeah, classic. I remember the flicky layered hair that was all the rage back then. Yeah. Especially on pop stars. They'd do them up with the frosted lip gloss and frosted eyeshadow and tiny little tops, tiny little jeans, and then just the flicked out layers. Yeah. Uh, This one's from a Sarah Marie fan uh, titled Bad for Business. I just don't understand why Big Brother would be treating Sarah Marie with such disdain and not try and make her more comfortable. The way I see it is that she seems to attract more controversy interest, entertainment, all of which equal big bucks to 10, Sony, Heineken, the sponsors, and Big Brother. Because it means people will tune in more to watch and interact more and consider the Big Brother thing a positive experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I seriously think someone needs to give her a big hug because, God, she's been carrying that show for weeks now. People love her. Big Brother should use this to their advantage rather than treat her with such lackluster. Let's make Sarah Marie the new heroine of Channel 10. Everyone loves her. Finally, someone talking sense on those message boards. Yeah. There are actually a couple that are in that sort of vein. This one is interesting. It's a conspiracy theory about Johnny. Johnny is the mole. Have you all heard the latest rumour? The last one that went around came true about intruders. 
Um, well, this rumor is apparently that Johnny has been planted in the house as a mole to keep things interesting, etc., and conversations going. I wondered why he seemed like everybody's best friend. He has to keep them all liking him so that he doesn't get voted out too early. If he was a mole, I think the producer would be able to rig it. But anyway, yeah. I am, I am wondering if that is why he's getting emotional lately because he's genuinely liking these people and soon they'll find out that he is a traitor. Oh, it's like when a cop goes undercover and really genuinely likes the people that they're... Yep. Oh, it's all coming back to Criminal Minds, isn't it? <laughs> Always. He's just catching feelings. I don't think he's a mole. This one is funny because it's titled Pistol Pete, but then the body of it is just... I hope the housemates nominate Blair for eviction so that his mum makes a, a, another appearance on Big Brother. She is gorgeous. Bring back Blair's mum. <gasps> it's like his dad wrote that (laughs) (laughs) um this one i forgot about this peter doable ben equals axe murderer peter is sexy i do him blair's okay but if i'm going to be superficial which i will be the gap in the teeth makes him look like sorry the gap in his teeth makes him look like a goon makes him lack credibility oh what Lack credibility. Ben seems like a weirdo. Worked at Epping Pub in Sydney. He probably killed a few people and stored them in a cupboard at home. He is a kangaroo shot in the top paddock. I don't like him. Where are these strong negative opinions about Ben coming from? I don't get axe murderer from Ben at all, and I'm highly critical of most men. Yeah, I know. This one was us going using a time machine you are not convincing as big brother the voice of big brother is supposed to be strong loud and intimidating and is supposed to make the housemates shit scared so you of you so they obey your demands but instead of this piss weak voice is a laughing stock after watching both the british and the dutch big brothers i know we can find someone better shame on you channel 10 for getting such an unconvincing voice <laughs> as the voice of big brother <laughs> That really could have been us going back in time. That actually made me think when you said that, I wonder, because I remember I signed up for channel10.com.au because you had to sign up for the whole website to get access to the message boards. Mm -hmm. And I signed up and I probably did post some things when I was a young teen and on the internet pretending to be older. I wonder if I did post anything and if that's still accessible and what it was, because I would have probably posted some weird, I probably would have just been like, I think Christina Ballerina is the most beautiful person. (laughs) I was really trying to find any posts on the chicken incident, see if, um, Mm -hmm. what people really thought about it, but I couldn't find anything. No one gave a shit. From, um, yeah, the limited, uh, post that I could actually view. This is the last one, then I'll reach you. So one of the forums, because they have, like, housemates, the house, I don't know, evictions, like, these are the topics, and then you can post your own little mini threads or whatever. And one of the topics is, who do you think is hot in the house? And so Yo was up 85 as apparently posting a lot about how hot Blair is. So they've had to post a disclaimer. Okay. To, you know, who's hot readers. You all talk as if I'm going to marry Blair. Gee, I only think he's hot. Get a grip. He'll be famous when he gets out. Do you think I will ever get one chance to get near him? I'm only saying my opinion. 
don't get all pissy and everything. So lay off. <laughs> I don't know what they initially originally posted about Blair, but um, I don't remember what my opinion was about Blair back then. But that probably could have been written by me. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> what's up, eighty five? My old screen name. Anything else interesting on your travels back in time? Uh, that's all I have. That's like relevant to what we've watched so far. Very cool. That was really cool. Yeah, it was fun to be able to sort of dig around and see what I could find. I did feel like Garcia, not to keep making Criminal Minds references. <laughs> yeah. It does It does feel a bit like going back in time. It would have felt really weird looking at the actual websites Yeah. for back then. Yeah, it's so funny with what the website, how the website's laid out and then it's like they have like a page for the ringtones, they have a page oh. for like the um, wallpapers. Wow. Um, and like all of that is like separate you know, pages, whatever. We also found in our travels, well, we spoke about the Blair Central website and we were upset that it wasn't still available, but you've been doing your Garcia thing and you found a few things. Yes. I found a couple of pages. I'll po- we'll, po- we'll post this. They're just updating, saying that they'll update with the when the Blair appearances will be announced. Um, da, 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 da. you can get signed photos of Blair and then the menu alongside the menu is like you know his biography join up a portfolio members blah 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 and then there's just like a beautiful picture of Blair it is stunning it's beautiful posed he he looks he looks like a newborn baby you know the newborn photo shoots <laughs> yeah. where they're <laughs> resting on their hands that's right it's beautiful. Um, and then the next one that I could dig up was the start of 2002. Um, and now it's a blog post and it's signed Blair. I'm not sure. It says, and then it also says the official Blair McDonald website. It's been updated on the top there to say the official Blair McDonald website. Let me see. Yep. It's no longer labeled as a fan site. Yeah, it's like Blair has taken over and made it his official his official website. I'll have to confirm with Blair that he definitely did that and this isn't just like a Blair catfish. Is he still hanging around outside or is he gone? Oh, he's gone, unfortunately. He had things to do. Unlucky. Chickens to protect. (laughs) Uh, We found Todd's... Todd did like a fan... Yeah, Todd has a, a fan site. And you, Marianne, going through the Blair Central one was all cached things, like... Yeah. From... The Wayback Machine. Yeah. This Angel Fire website is actually still a thing. Still up and kicking. It is. It hasn't been updated in quite some time, but it is still available to go to. It's it's called Todd's Place. And they have an interview with Todd on here, or not really an interview. It's just people have, I think, asked him questions in the chat room and then they've compiled it together for this website. Yeah. So there's a few questions that people have asked one of them is from Tandy Q and they ask, what have you done since you got evicted? And then Todd just does this horrendous winky face that could only have been done in 2009. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the semicolon with a dash and then the close bracket. Yeah, they've given him a nose. Also, it's confirmed. The very first episode, we were talking about Todd's drum and I said, is it a jambe? And now it's confirmed. When Candace asked, what instrument do you play in Massic June, which is his 
band if you are interested in listening to their music search up massic june m-a-s-s-i-c-k june on uh youtube and you can find a couple of their songs i sent one to marianne earlier today (laughs) he says singing playing jambe the bongo drums and analog keyboards darren asked him did you ever feel intellectually stifled in the house (laughs) todd said it's hard to answer I didn't feel intellectually stifled at all, more intellectually unenthusiastic. Okay. Deb asks, what do you think about the whole Flash slash Gemma situation? And Todd said, um, it's an eye-opener for me and I hesitate to draw any conclusions because I don't know how in context it is or how out of context. Um, the context is you were in the house, you know what happened. And now you've seen... (laughs) Now you've seen the extra stuff that happened behind your back that you didn't actually see. You know what I mean? Usually it's like, it's us going, well, we don't know the context because we don't know what's actually happening inside the house. And then he literally has been inside the house. He's got that added context. And now he's hearing what Gemma actually thinks. And he's like, it's hard (laughs) for me to say exactly what's going on here. Deanna and Rob what's the story with Lisa everyone says she's so nice so shy but we don't think she's nice at all she seems to talk a lot behind other people's backs and then sits on the fence gutless when they're present and Todd just says I'm gonna sit on the fence on that one and then the smiley face with the dash nose someone asks where he get where he got his tattoos done yeah (laughs) which is awesome because now I know where not to go (laughs) (laughs) no offense um not gonna call them out but they asked for what his view on Peter kicking the chickens was um, and should he be in trouble. And mm-hmm. Todd started off, well, every action has a reaction. Shame, Peter, shame. But then there was an actually. Mm. The chickens are fed better than the housemates. The chickens are not neglected. They're very well looked after. They're fed well. They're walked. And they've got a good conversation every day. Like, I don't think anyone's saying that the chickens are neglected. Okay, our mother. Like... <laughs> They have a roof over their head. They're being fed, but they're still getting the shit kicked out of them. Like, <laughs> what are you... Not physically, for me. That's, I like, I'm not, not gonna... the same argument as saying... Like, saying that they're neglected is not the same as saying Peter literally kicked the chickens. <laughs> like... Exactly. The whole thing was kicking the chickens. They didn't say that they're neglected. If they were neglected, Peter wouldn't be anywhere near the chickens. <laughs> Someone says, did Johnny being gay put any pressure on the guys in the house, especially Peter, as the girls had guys and the guys had girls, but Johnny had no one in the house, or did he? And then Todd, for some fucking reason, says, I don't believe for a second that Johnny's gay. He kicks a footy better than anyone else. He's a mean-ass volleyball player, and he's always in bed with the girls. Yeah, there's never been a gay football player. Ah, uh, Kurt Hummel. <laughs> Heard of him. Remember that, Glee, that one Glee episode where he kicked the football really well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> I hate that people do that kind of shit. Like, oh, you can't be gay because you're good at sport, as if there aren't any good gay sports people and sports is just for people who like women. Yeah, that's just a requirement. But also women aren't good at sport either. They also give us a little bit more information about Todd. They don't give us his full name. <laughs> But at the time, his age was 27. Mm-hmm. His date of birth, 18th of January, 74. Height, 176 centimetres. For some reason, they give us his weight, which is 78 kilos. In case we want to make a, a realistic model. <laughs> yeah, I don't really give a shit about actually any of that. Um, They show a link to Todd's audition tape, but I don't know if we can access it. 
yeah, we can't, unfortunately. No no audition tape. We can't get to uh, that. that uh, I might have the audition tape on the DVD. Oh, yeah. I definitely have some from season two, I think. They also have a lot of pictures of Todd. Todd before Big Brother. They're not good pictures. They're, they're not great pictures. Todd at Dreamworld. And then there's a little plug at the bottom from uh, Dan from Massic June, just letting you know that our EP releases out in all good music stores late December. Uh, big old plug, 11 bucks at Sanity HMV and JB Hi-Fi. Was it Sanity and JB Hi-Fi? Apparently. Oh, okay. I wonder if it's still floating around online if people are selling it or anything. There are five wicked audio tracks as well as the multimedia clip for the song Popcorn, which actually you can just go and see on YouTube now. That was played on Sarah Marie's eviction. Spoiler alert. Our website, massicjune.com.au, is started and will be fully stocked of fresh gig info, pics, vids, MP3s, and more. Check it out. Merchandise is also available through website or gigs. Thanks for your support. That's all I can see from Todd's Angel Fire. That's all he's got for us. I try so hard. I ke- every so often I keep trying to see if I can find where Todd is now because I am so interested in finding out where he ended up. Clearly not didn't get famous like he wanted to his band is no longer active i can't find any information on him yeah i had tried to have a look i tried to see if i could maybe sneakily find out through like his girlfriend but i couldn't find where she was either so not even our resident garcia could find any information about Tom. unfortunately what are you doing disappointing i'm really really sorry genuinely there was no intent of malice well, now you have to clean up after the chickens for three weeks, so. Great. Guess what? I'd love that. <laughs> Won't catch me doing it. I'm not going to fucking do it. Um, I tell Big Brother get fucked. <laughs> you can beat that if you want. Uh, um, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to edit in something even worse. <laughs> Ah, oh, I think this is probably as good a time as any to um, close out the episode. What do you think? Yep. I'm, um, Nothing else? Spiraling a bit. Spiraling a bit. Uh, it's getting late. I'm hungry. I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Okay, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Marianne and Jace to the Diary Room. I hope um, me saying boobies and bare bum <laughs> made up for... <laughs> Not having an actual uncut <laughs> episode this week. <laughs> Hope that was enough visual for you guys. I'm so disappointed that we didn't get to hear what other cooked stuff that Blair has to say. Uh, next week. Next week. He'll come yep, back. Can't wait. Him. I've got faith in him. Yes, come on, Blair. Give it to us. I, I love Blair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so annoyed how much I love Blair. Okay, well, (sighs) Big Brother will get back to you. Bye.